Welcome to an essay by the podcast where you get to hear an essay every single month. I'm your host, Will Courtney, and you're about to listen to an essay about our finite time on this earth and how the 80s band Alphaville and author Mary Shelley help us comprehend and appreciate said finite time. If you do not already know, during the month of October, one episode will come out every single week, all with a focus on the darker side of the season. For more information on this, make sure you listen until the end of the episode. Without further ado, let's jump into October's second essay. A couple months back, I did an essay about the value of stress. One of my biggest takeaways when writing that essay was the profound nature that is the stress of the end. I wish I wasn't doing another essay on this stress so soon, but needless to say, so many philosophical and ethical questions surround this stress. All of which would make a great podcast alone, but I can only imagine what that would do to my psyche. In today's essay, I plan to explore how our fates may not be in our own hands, and how science and power can end humanity. To do so, I bring about two pieces of evidence, both fictional in nature, with seemingly nothing to do with each other, but nonetheless two pieces that are centered around these themes. The first is a song I originally planned to begin this podcast with, an infamous 80s prom song as featured in one of my father's favorite movies, Napoleon Dynamite, Alphaville's Forever Young, and the other, a masterpiece crafted all the way back in 1817, which, to this day, still terrifies and intrigues readers, Mary Shelley's Frankenstein. We start with Alphaville, and to really understand this song, we need to go back to the year in which it was written, 1984. To some, the year of fashion, hair, drive-in theaters, and the Walkman, but to others, the looming fear of nuclear annihilation. By this point, the Cold War had raged on for about 40 years, and tensions between the Soviet Union and America have never been higher. Forever Young explains the struggle, but not from those fighting this invisible battle, but instead puts us in the shoes of the people that are afraid that their lives could simply end before they ever knew it really began. Forever Young is a call to both metaphorically and literally the sky. The main character of the song, presumably lyricist Marion Gold, doesn't want to die. His life is so filled with adult themes at such a young age and it scares him because all he wants to do is avoid all the political debate and just be young. Many lyrics in this song stick out to me, but one of the most fascinating is let us die young or let us live forever. What I find remarkable about this is that he's addressing someone. And clearly that someone is the people that, in many ways, play God with the most powerful piece of weaponry in the known universe, the nuclear bomb. While men squabble back and forth between circumstance and prejudice, the world watches with their fingers crossed behind their back because they hope that somehow this all works out. This too is a theme held prominently in Mary Shelley's Frankenstein. I won't summarize the story like I did for that of Sleepy Hollow, but instead I will quickly iterate that the story of Frankenstein is starkly different than the modern day depictions of the story, and if you have not read the book, I highly recommend you give it a read. This all being said, I also have not read the story of Frankenstein, only excerpts and summaries, so I decided to read into what experts on the story believe to be some of the key takeaways that Shelley was trying to communicate in the story itself. Specifically, I will be paraphrasing the teachings of Dr. Sabrina Sternemann who offers a course on the story of Frankenstein at the University of Texas at Dallas. 
In an interview with the school's news center, Dr. Starneman delivers a quote that I find quite astounding when put into the context of men playing God. Quote, it, Frankenstein, is used to talk about any kind of scientific advancement that we worry will have unintended consequences. The idea of creating something that ends up going beyond the intention or being more than the creator can handle is extremely familiar to us and one that is often used to question the ethical implications of advancements in science. In the story, people feared a monster of science, capable of death and destruction. In a gold song, people feared a monster of science, capable of death and destruction. While Shelley's story focuses on the humanity of Frankenstein's monster, there's no doubt a conversation to be had over when science goes too far and ends up hurting others more than one may anticipate. But what about Dr. Victor Frankenstein himself? Well, rather sadly, he is all too familiar to the man J. Robert Oppenheimer, the man who created the nuclear bomb and regretted it for the rest of his life. I remembered the line from the Hindu scripture, the Bhagavad Gita, I began this podcast with the idea of the fear of the end, and while we no doubt can ponder that philosophy, this essay truly is not about the end. Rather, who controls our end? Many of us believe in the idea of free will, but at any moment, either at the hands of a monster or by the blending light of the atomic bomb, we are all placed in the hands of those who have more power than us, all of us hoping for the best, but expecting the worst. Thank you for listening to the second essay this month. If you liked what you listened to, please give a review and share where you can. This podcast was entirely created, written, and edited by me, Will Courtney, and the script was edited by Kayla Garrity. If you want more from me, you can follow me on Twitter or Instagram at Will underscore Court, or you can listen to my true crime podcast, Fox Hollow, wherever you listen to your podcasts. As mentioned previously, an essay by will have one episode every week for the month of October. The next episode will come out on the 18th, Following this, one more episode will come out on the 25th. Essentially, one new episode every Monday. Now that's all from me. I hope you have a lovely fall, and please, take care.